Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for this episode of Universal Talks with Harmony and Chaos. And in this Hello. episode we are going to continue part two. Parte dos. What the hell happened? Yes. And I'm always joined by Absolute Chaos! But this time it's Chaos! Why not Absolute? We, I don't know. Can we just get on? Sure. Alright, so we left off last time that uh, John Fate, the priest, had taken Irene Garza to the rectory uh, to hear her confession. And another priest was like, the fuck, basically? Why are you doing that? That's weird. But, I mean, didn't think anything odd of it because I'm sure his mentality, just as everyone else's sometimes is, well, it's a priest. He can't possibly be doing anything wrong. He's a man of God. Blah, 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 blah. Ew. Or whatever. Yeah. So... Uh, we already talked about how he had, uh, you know, uh, assaulted a woman in Edinburgh by the name of Maria Guerra. And he's basically just, you know, piece of shit in the priest uniform, basically. Basically, so, yeah. Yeah. After he pleaded no contest to the assault, the assault of Maria Guerra, he was actually sent to a monastery in uh, Missouri. And it Get this, man. This is the shit. This this shit pissed me off. What? It was there. In Missouri? It was in Missouri? In Missouri, he confessed that he had murdered a woman to an abbot who told a monk named Dale Tatchett. Or Tatchett, I What the fuck? Are you serious? He confessed? said it wasn't his job to judge fate. So his what? confession went reported for many years. What? Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so he told a person, the abbot, and then this person told a monk. And then the monk decided, well, I didn't say anything because, like, it's not my place. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm not familiar with, like, you know, Catholic, uh, like, language, so I'm not quite yeah. sure what an abbot is. Same. I know it's, like, someone who works at, a, I guess, monastery, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And also, Tachny, Monk Tachny or whatever, Monk Dale, whoever, um, mm -hmm. He sent fate to a counselor to see to get counseled for. Wait, what the? Well, they have counseling inside the church for the fucking like head of flock, the priests. They have I counselors guess so. like inside the Catholic. Like they they like sit down. Mm -hmm. What I'm like. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I'm processing this very horribly. I'm just, I'm, wow. I mean, yeah, I guess I'm not, I don't know too much. About, I mean, I know that they bluntly sent him to Missouri because of the results of him assaulting uh, this 
young woman, Mrs. Uh, Miss Guerra. And, okay. uh, I don't know. I guess I was like some kind of punishment. Like you're banished from McAllen, Texas. I don't know. Um, but yeah. I mean, it sounds I, like that's what he wanted. Like he maybe, wanted to leave. Maybe. I don't know. But the fact that now the abbot, a monk, and now this counselor, whoever counseled him, were aware of his confession and still didn't do anything. These people of God. Who, may I remind the audience, if you're not familiar, I'm not sure about Catholic uh, spirituality, I wasn't brought up, I was mostly brought up with Christian, but I'm pretty sure it's a commandment or something that you shall not murder, so... I mean, no fucking kidding, and then he confessed three different times and none of these people, like, did anything, if anything, they, like, brushed it under the fucking rug, like, what the fuck is that shit? Well, what the hell? I'm just gonna say that this probably boosted his ego and confidence in like, oh shit, I can get away with murder. I mean, when the fucking Catholic Church or some of the people inside the Catholic Church are like, it's not my place to judge, and they're just going to just, like, oh, they're just gonna freaking brush it under the rug. Oh, he needs counseling. No, he needs jail. He needs to be ripped off of whatever bag, uh, freaking uh, uh, badge that he has and stripped of his title and go straight ass to jail. Like, hello? Hello? Anyway, so John Fate, this dumbass priest, actually didn't really like living the lifestyle of a monk, which I guess what was happening at the monastery was they were trying to make him a monk or something so he got sent to new mexico to a treatment center for troubled priests where he slowly made his way up to a supervisory role what the fuck we so now he goes to missouri he's in a monastery and then he's like eh, i don't like this and then he goes to uh of a place for troubled like that is just scary and creepy and just like it gives me fucking goosebumps it rises my blood pressure and it rises my like anxiety like i'm like oh if i had the like if i were to kill if i were to kill if i were to fucking kill and there's a whole facility of like people like him that are just like, oh yeah, we're getting together as a collective and just washing away ourselves and our sins. Are you fucking the hypocrisy? Like what the? Yeah, fuck? It is so hypocritical because any of any time I have met, I guess priests, um, most of them, not all of them, like to come off extremely righteous, and like if their life is perfect, like they are perfect, they don't see their flaws. But the fact that there is a center for troubled priests that the church controls tells me they know that they have people who they made priests in their care who, you know, probably creepy ass motherfuckers. Priests, but I'm guessing the church is too prideful to look bad 
so they send these priests there to get better, supposedly. And I don't know, also maybe keep them away from the public eye to not embarrass the church. I don't know. This is just a theory. Um, it yeah. just sounds like, I don't know, a place to hide their like obvious transgressions against some folks. I don't know. It, it, I, it, I don't know. The fact that he That's made a up supervisory role too of troubled priests. He went there as a troubled priest, and then he somehow made his way up to manager troubled priests. I guess I don't know. I know, but, and uh, I'm just like, how do you condone this? How do you just? Say this is okay. Like, what if it was your fucking child? Well, that's the like, thing. It, oh it's the sixties. There's the public is only aware of what the media is telling them. Television is dominating right now. There well, isn't social media like right like... now. There's no campaigns to like protest that this freaking guy like did this terrible thing and that he's just basically getting like slapped on the wrist transferred wherever he wants to because he's uncomfortable like i don't know i it just it was very not even though it was national news i'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff wasn't known to the public until after I mean, talk about on. priest privilege, man. Talk about priest as like golden ticket, motherfucking one of a kind, won't get anywhere else. Kissing my ear, his ass, his gracious ass, fucking like privilege. Well, this is why I believe religion is evil, and that's just my opinion. I'm not enforcing it on everyone, but I think religion is a means to control people. And I believe it works hand in hand with the government, even though there's supposed to be a, separa a separation of church and state. Um, there's just people take things too personally. People sometimes don't do that, and they don't like. They don't. They don't play fair. I guess I don't. I don't know how to explain. It, but yeah. yeah, and yeah, I wasn't originally gonna add this in the story. Uh, I didn't make a note of it, but. In his time in the supervisory role, he actually cleared another priest who I don't have the name off the top of my head. But apparently this priest, about a few years later, also made national news because he was found to be molesting over a hundred children in his care. And... Um, He's in jail right now. That priest is still in jail. I'm... I think he's on his deathbed. I he's was like, wow. Of course, the rapist priest would clear the rapist pedophile priest. Jeez. Of course. Wow. Dude, what the And I'm fuck? thinking, why is the church trusting other troubled priests to clear troubled priests? But I don't know. I don't know exactly how the system is working. I don't know what but i thought that was just so fucking fucked up and proof that maybe their system is in fact flawed that's just like another level of like see because that goes like that is not a suspicion that they're doing like shitty stuff that i would fucking spit where they lay when they die but like oh my god like that is like proof like one in instance of proof and 
it's like we are not like i'm not talking bad about the religion itself but it's like the people running the show the people running the religion because i'm not gonna say that catholic catholicism is a show i think in some instances fuck yeah because the 1500s and shit oh my god but the people running the religion that like the pillars are the most biggest hypocrites sometimes because there's of all of the instances that you keep hearing that it's a disgusting unfortunate stigma now that like you can't trust your priest like because of all of the cases that have come out now but what the like and like he freaking honorated and told this other priest i absolve you of your sin you are no longer into the child you will no longer lay or hurt children you are cured i cured you i and i am no longer a rapist it's like motherfucker that that shit that's no you're human you're a human ass being that's what you are and like a, a, you're not even just a human. You're an ugly ass motherfucking human ass being, with ugly ass thoughts, intentions, and actions that you want to do in your life because you think you have the fucking right. And I'm over here just thinking, why would, like, basically, religion, chor- church, corporate over here say, oh yeah, 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 he worked his way up to manager. He's good. Yeah. He, uh, I trust this decision. I'm just gonna sign off on this real quick. This is a green check mark. Oh, so you, you're done touching uh, inappropriately the people that that trust your, their kids with you. Okay, good. You know, I I believe this. What the fuck? What the like actual fuck? They are so fucking glad that I wasn't fucking there because I would have shot their fucking asses. I would have, I would have murdered them. I, mm, mm, mm. ooh, it's because, ooh. ooh. Well, this is why I say I don't think the public was aware of this because when I searched and searched to find public opinions at the time or news articles saying how the people felt about this, there was nothing. So I don't think any of this stuff was known about literally until way later. Some people get scared, but my blood boils, and I just want to, like, kill a bitch. Same. Same. (laughs) I like the way you're just, just, like, same. I am not laughing, by the way, audience, folks, at this atrocities. I just was thinking in my head, I didn't expect Novian to say same. But, I mean, I'm just, I want to roll up my sleeves and find intricate ways to just do unspeakable things to that man. Anyways, before I continue with my uh, fantasies there, just just tell me the rest so that oh, I don't... No, yeah, yeah. To Sorry, further, I'm not, it's me. This it's dude me. was obviously not a man of God. Yeah. So... Neither were Basically. were the other people there, obviously. Some of the other ones. So, oh. yeah. For reasons unknown, in the 70s, John Fate left priesthood. 
I'm thinking it's because obviously he wasn't a man of God, but he left. And the douche apparently got married, moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and later had three kids. I don't know how the hell he was able to get married. Things were very conservative back then. Perhaps he found uh, someone. I don't know. Fuck. Shit. I can't. I can't imagine people like this getting married and having family. It's kind of weird. But he did it. And years passed. This was in the 70s. And in 2002, from 1960 to 2002, that monk, this, the guy, the second guy who knew, Kachini, decided to call authorities in San Antonio because he could no longer keep it a secret, the confession. He only called San Antonio because he thought that's where the crime took place currently. Uh, because I know I was like, why, why San Antonio? But, <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. he thought. But, okay. um, yeah. And then later that year, the investigation got reopened. And it wasn't really opened with enthusiasm by the district attorney whose wow. name was Rene Guerra at the time um, he didn't take the case before the grand jury he didn't subpoena Tachini or Fate and he also made a statement that actually extremely angered Irene Garza's family and pissed me off too because what do do? why the fuck do we vote people like this in I don't know no exactly why exactly. would any by her death she died why would anyone be what away. like why would anyone what why would anyone be haunted by her death she died and the killer got away the state general attorney guerra said that we as a, as a community are being haunted by this the district attorney and yeah and that just makes me like it helps confirm that like people or i don't know i don't know about any folks listening to this but i know me i i absolutely hate politics but i see why they are important now that i am an adult when i was like 17 18 just leaving high school and people would say oh you can vote now i was always like who gives a shit? i don't give a fuck. who cares Mm-hmm. Now I care so much because it's people like Rene Guerra that I do definitely not want in any kind of office because if I die, a piece of shit like that's not going to make sure to catch my killer. If you died, Chaos, a piece of shit like that's not going to make sure your killer this. But damn, you know, I have this strong feeling that if it was his family members or his friend do everything he can in his power, it's people like that. They're not really there to help and serve the community. They just want to be in that place of power. Fucking narcissist. I don't know. I don't know. It, it gets me going. That's my personal opinion. Not forcing it on anyone. If you don't like it, okay, whatever. Fuck off. But like... Jesus. Speaks a lot about you if you don't like it. It speaks a lot about you because you know damn well that that guy 
guerra is just gonna look at your death or your anyone that you love's death and just gonna like flip through the case file like if it's a flick picture book and just say why did you hand this to me where's my coffee this is such an inconvenience to me so don't you dare for those of you that are like defending him or whatever go elsewhere to defend that man and defend him knowing that if you or someone you love died this is exactly how he would probably react your family's death would be a haunting to texas an inconvenience to his day pressure and annoyance well that's not the end of the bullshit chaos of course it's not i just i need just oh Ooh. okay composure 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 I cannot, uh, kill some people, even though I want to. So, that all happened in 2002, right? Yeah. Now, in 2014. Oh my gosh. That, how much, how much longer is that? Okay, so, 1960s when she died, right? Yeah. Okay, so, we jump all the way to 2002, which is freaking 42 fucking years later everyone was sitting on their fucking ass and their hands obviously just living life not remembering her or caring except her family and then now we're up to freaking 2014 which is 42 freaking uh 54 ass years later 54 sounds about right yeah yeah 2014, Judge Ricardo Rodriguez campaigned to unseat Guerra and won. He made sure to take a new look into the case and had a team working on it around the clock, apparently. And in 2016, he was able to get fate arrested in Arizona. Two years later, but man, finally. Extradited his dumbass to the Hidalgo County Detention Center. John Fate, of course, pled not guilty. And wow. asked for $100,000 of bond and said that he had stage 3 kidney and bladder cancer. He I didn't don't have give a long- fuck. Yeah. I do not give a fuck. Prosecutors you, 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 your whole for- life, your whole fucking life, you were free. So I don't give two shits that you're dying now, motherfucker, okay? And you know what? It took all the way up until that other stupid bitch left office and lost to another guy for this case to finally get taken up and serious. What the fuck? Are you serious right now? The sad part is that in two years, he had a team working on it, but they were working on it. And within those two years, they were able to get the evidence and everything they needed to arrest John Fate, which means if they had done the job correctly in 1960, by 1962, they could have had his ass. Well, I, I don't know about DNA, but yeah. Well, I mean, that's also including the monks, if they had just come forward about that. Everyone <gasps> fucked up here. Everyone fucked up yeah. The church, the community, and the state. Hell yeah, and and the local the local freaking offices that were working 
those days, the officers, yeah. everyone failed. Yeah. This so, family and this woman. Uh-huh. So his, his defense asked for 100K. The prosecutors asked for 750K. And a judge who was overseeing the case named Louise Singletary decided he'd set the bond at $1 million. Cold judge! Yeah! So, Luis Singletary. What a dude. Yeah! (laughs) He went over. I guess he saw it. John Fates defense also filed for, like, a change of... And instead... Testified against Fate in a closed deposition. Not really sure what that means. I'm guessing it was some kind of like a private court hearing or something. But yeah, like basically his ass got tried right where the crime happened. Um, They tried saying that the jury's decision was going to be biased because there was already media outlets that were playing out saying John Fate's a murderer and. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they feel like that influences the jury. Honestly, I don't know how they expect the jury to go into these court cases sometimes and stay neutral. Because I know you and I personally, I believe, right? Chaos have been selected for jury duty, but we didn't actually get selected. We just got the letter. And... They always make us go in, and it's so boring, and then they just tell us, Oh, we've already selected the people, but thank you for coming here today, or whatever. And I'm just thinking, had I actually gotten selected, me knowing myself, it's so hard for me to stay neutral sometimes. The moment they would have told me, Alright, so you're working on a priest uh, who may have murdered someone. I would have been like, oh shit, he's fucking guilty. I don't fucking trust priests. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Like, I, I What's saying. crazy is I, I, I was selected for the preliminary uh, to be selected as a random juror, but I guess they thought I was like not sophisticated enough because of my job and stuff. Um, I... If because remember Novian, right before we moved from Texas to elsewhere, I got selected for jury duty at the end of 2015, and now I'm thinking, was it for this case? And if it was, fuck those assholes for not selecting me. I'm over here thinking I could have been on that jury. I could have been in that jury but either way i hope they did the right thing did they what what was the what ended up happening in the case well on december 7th john fate was finally convicted of murder 2016 yeah and uh his defense fucking hell wait a minute the jury selection for that case was at the end of 2015 why the mother of fucking hell on earth did it take all the way till december like 
guessing. Holy mother! We, long, I have no idea. But um, his defense asked for probation, saying that since he killed Irene Garza, he had no felony convictions. And I'm like, why does it matter? What? Committed murder? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're basically like, hey, um, since the date of time that he brutally raped and murdered this woman, he has actually hasn't done anything felony again. So can you just give him probation, please? Like, do you know how fucking stupid that sounds? I just want to say that right now. Uh, I would have met his ass with a shotgun and been like, here's probation to death. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, the prosecutors asked for 57 years um, because what? they were- What? There's no statutory on I... fucking murder! There well, is no they, end! They wanted 57 years because that's the amount of time that gone has gone had gone by from 1960. Wow. So they wanted those exact numbers. Wow. And he was like 80-something years old at this time. I don't care time. if he's 100. Huh? I don't care if he's a hundred. Only fifty-seven years to serve for murder and rape. Even well, if I can't get him on the rape because the it met the the limit already hit. I'm over here thinking murder does not just extinct. Okay, you cannot just smut like put the eraser on and say, oh yeah, uh, it's been thirty years and you hit your limit. You can no longer try me for murder for well, well, murdering her that's just what the prosecution asked for but on december 8th the next day the jury announced a sentence for life in prison go jury. yeah mm -mm. go jury i mean yes it's justice but i think it kind of sucks john fay lived three years in prison until February 12th, 2020, when he died of natural causes. Yeah, you know that motherfucker got taken straight to hell. Got dragged <laughs> to the motherfucking pits. And tortured up in that bitchin' land. By the hounds of hell that man be taken. You True. know! Because I'm over here thinking three years is a very significant number. Very significant. Very true. And he had stage blah blah three. I don't give a fuck. He could have had stage five. He was supposed to be on his deathbed. He lasted three ass years. And I hope every single day of those three ass years was exactly the day that that piece of shit deserved. Just saying. I hope so too. I don't know. I couldn't really find anything about prison life for him. But, you know, there never usually is, unless it's like a notorious fucking serial killer for some stupid reason. Um, but yeah, he only was in prison for three years. I kind of wish it had been more, because, you know, he, he got to live a whole fucking life, man. Exactly! And he only spent three years behind bars. Yeah, he was already dying, doesn't fucking matter, he had his life, he was done. He's basically ready to go. And oh, I, I will say that on the articles I read about when she was in court because they yeah. give his confession in court, like confess to what he did. And when he was being interviewed by investigators, 
like investigators themselves, the leading detectives, and uh, people who were in court that day recall saying he didn't look the least bit guilty. He had no remorse. He just looked bored as he retold what he did to Who was bored? Like what he did to her, you yeah, mean, right? Like describing unfortunately the terrible rape and then He did it detail by detail in front of the whole courtroom? I not not in the courtroom detail by detail. He kind of gave a general summary in the courtroom. Uh, but for investigators, when they asked for his full confession, um, he had no remorse, man. He talked about it like if he was talking about, I don't know, something that you talk about and an everyday thing with people. Like, it didn't bother him. It didn't make him uncomfortable. He brought it up like if it was just another conversation. Like, oh, yeah, I raped children. Like, I don't know. To me, that's like a red flag of He's potentially a, a psychopath, maybe? I don't know. But, and now uh, let's get straight into some of the commentary that we have now that the case has been displayed by us. So let's get into that section. And one, two, three. Ba, ba, la, ba, ba. It's time to discuss the theories. So you think that he was a psychopath, like a legitimate ass, creepy ass, motherfucking mother bitchin' psychopath, right? Well, the thing that people I noticed and I, I myself have read about, I'm not claiming to be an expert, but just what I've read, what I've studied, because I'm really into psychology. In your opinion, yeah. Um, and I do have this like kind of obsession with serial killers, as we've said before. Um, Same. But there's just... Psychopaths are are actually like something that is common, not super common, but it's more common than people think. And you don't have to go on this killing spree, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer or whoever. No, you can be a psychopath be a psych and kill yeah, people. Yeah, psychopaths ways. can be your freaking neighbor who's super successful or just someone who's charming. I don't know. Like they exist in many different ways. So. Just because he only assaulted a few women and only killed one that we know of, um, many people would just be like, oh, he's just a regular like murderer. He only did this like one time. And it's like, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I mean, his behavior itself, the fact that he couldn't stabilize into the monastery, he moved around a lot. Uh, those are some common things that are actually there for psychopaths. They can't keep a job, you know? He he couldn't stay at one church. He had to be moved around. He couldn't even stay in the priesthood. I don't know. For me, I go into the psychologicalness of it. I, I, I see a psychopath that faked it until he made it. And he even did the whole thing that some psychopaths do. And they get a family and settle down. And while he was living in Arizona, he was volunteering for 20 years at, at a, like, I think it was like a charity center where he, where he would feed the homeless and all that. But uh, there was reports there, too, that some people, some women 
that worked with him felt uncomfortable with his stares and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. That just to me that sounds like someone who's trying to blend in to hide. And but every now and then that ugly peeks out because it, it, I mean your true self. You're trying to hide your your true self, and that's something really hard to do. So I believe that he was a full-blown psychopath just like you and I also believe that he had more than one victim. It's just that Irene was very well known in the community and she was breaking barriers. She was breaking boundaries. I also believe that he targeted her because she was outspoken. She was breaking boundaries. She was beautiful and she was making stuff happen and i think he wanted to like what is the word um make sure to put that light out so he seemed to be the type of sack of literal tomato ass that liked putting the light out of changing history people because she was. She was walking, living, breathing, changing history. And she was beautiful and unattainable and he was a priest. And it makes me think, what was going on in, in his high school years or development? Not, not saying that he maybe had a bad childhood or anything, but saying what was going on in his development, in his early development, that he just expected women to be items to him, property to him. Expect I know it was the 60s and I'm aware he was a man and white. So I just think back to, you know, it was it was just a given. Like it he was it was gonna happen. He was gonna end up unfortunately doing these things but he didn't know how to do it like other people because I, I just think he didn't cover his crimes well and he got cocky and he was a narcissist I mean he became a priest so that he could have a flock of people that screams narcissism too especially because he saw it as a way in my opinion in my theory in my conspiracy to control people, to become a pillar of the community. And when that was stripped away from him, as a narcissist and a psychopath, when the mask comes off, they don't really like that. So they got to make sure and separate or distance themselves if they're not going to get caught. And I wonder if the reason he was confessing was, one, to for an adrenaline rush because he was bored. Maybe he wanted to feel something. Or because he... No, actually, that's the only reason why I believe that he could have been doing that. This is all speculation, though. I wouldn't be able to tell you for sure. This is just based on all of the insane information I have on the darker side of the human mind. And... I believe at some point after confessing to the monastery and the counselor 
he decided to leave the career because he just thought, oh, I burned that bridge. Oh, I already, I need to disappear into and fade. I need to look normal. I need to get a, a family. I also think that the fucking bastard just absolved himself of his sins. Of everything. and But the fucked up part was... And another reason I wonder if he left the church was because he was getting sick and tired of people telling him that what his uh, temptations were bad. what That his impulses were evil. So maybe he got sick and tired of hearing that. He wanted to just be a fake priest, like a hypocrite priest. And he wanted to, like a hypocrite and a bitch... Go and hunt and then serve to the homeless like a sack of shit that he is. But I literally do not think that he gave two shits about being a real priest or preaching anything that was going on. He just wanted to be a poser because it gained him the certain power and control over people that he urged, like yearned for. So fuck that guy. That's just my theory. No, it's a great theory. I I agree with it because a lot of people don't realize just how much narcissists need their attention or eight attention itself on them and when they don't get it, yeah, they don't react well. And you wouldn't expect That's an understatement of the year. priesthood, but if you kind of look at religion and how it's been painted, again, my opinion, not trying to offend anyone, I it's just too think much it's power so given. creepy how you can walk yeah. into a church, and I hear, in, in my experience, I hear more people ranting and raving and worshipping the preacher or priest more than God. Exactly! And it's like, okay, are you putting the priest on the pedal pedestal? Because I, I thought you were supposed they are. to see God but, they but they're doing everything the priest says. The, the priest's word is who they listen to. And you go on the internet, some of these priests, they don't even talk about God. Literally saw a video on TikTok just last night of a priest saying homosexuals need to be hung. And lynched. Where the fuck is say that in the Bible? Please I give know. me the verse of scripture. Give it off. Tell me where God said, hang them all. I, I mean, I know that there's probably some scriptures about homosexuality in there, but I used to read the Bible, people. It doesn't say anywhere to lynch people. It doesn't say anywhere to lynch people who saw it. It says sodomy is bad or whatever, but like, dude, I, I'm killing people. That totally hypocriticizes, like, it's hypocritical to the, I can't speak right. I'm so mad. It hypo, it's hypocritical to the Ten Commandments that God supposedly made. But people don't think about that. They're so riled up in the emotions and then the fucking preachers over there like, Doing that whole thing where they're like, I have God in me, and they're screaming, and they're just like, God commands this, and people are clapping them on, and saying, yeah, preach, and it's like, oh my god. That's so cold vibey, and creepy, and just ugh. 
honestly, it's culty to me. <sighs> cults, and the fact that people, when we talk about like people who have followers, like I don't know Charles Manson, and it's for a bad reason, which it was. He was corrupted. He wanted to start a race war, but people who followed yeah. him. They didn't call it a congregation. They didn't call it a group. <gasps> they called it a cult. But exactly. Yeah. Sorry, their, their but groups of people. I'm sorry. In my opinion, y'all sound like a fucking cult. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. It's literally the same thing, different ideologies. My opinion. Fuck off. If you don't agree. And if you think I'm being rude today, well, my moon is in Sagittarius. <laughs> well, I think we're going to leave it here. That was it for the theories. And I have to go to bed because I have a full-time job. And we're in the process of a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to sign out. That was really intense. I can't believe everything that happened. I am not doing a good job of displaying that because of my exhaustion. But holy mother hell on earth. Huh? No, just understandable. And, and yeah, just this happened right in yeah. our backyard, Allen, Texas. So that is yep. just the most insane part. And then I almost got picked for that jury. But I'm not making that about me. Like, I just, that was just a weird side note, not anything else. I'm not trying to go crazy on that. Just the weird coincidences. I mean, we came full circle. Now here we are talking. We did. We didn't, man. Thank you so much for joining us for part two of Universal Talks with Harmony and Chaos. If you liked what you heard, Please consider like, sharing, and commenting, or leaving us a review on our social medias that will be posted up. Uh, we are on Instagram. And what's that handle, Novian? It is Utwack Podcast. U T W H A C Podcast. You can uh, start a discussion that- on Facebook. What's that, Novian? No, look us up on Instagram, look us up on Twitter, look us up on Facebook. You know, I don't have it all off of my head right now, Chaos, to be honest. But the links will be down in the description. (laughs) You'll find it there. And if you are a local business, a business of color, a business in the LGBTQIA community, if you are an oppressed person and you want to get some ad space go ahead and email us our email is utwhack at gmail.com u-t-w-h-a-c at gmail.com if you are feeling very loving towards us in this episode and decide that maybe we deserve a dollar we have a cash app or you could just email us and let us know we will try to figure out the patreon and 
if nothing else, you can review us. We, If we got any mispronunciations, you can let us know because we're trying and we want to improve. And the only way, one of the only ways to do that is through constructive, not destructive criticism. So we're all here for it. If you're going to troll us, though, I better luck somewhere else because we're not going to put energy into that. Or we're going to use that energy and be like, oh, thanks. Now I'm going to mix my pot with nice, positive love. So fuck off. Anyway. Yeah. No, <laughs> somebody literally was like, y'all's quality sucks. Y'all suck. And I was just like, okay, well, then we got to get better microphones, obviously. So, yeah. Anything helps. <laughs> yeah, and, and we tried to bring these upgrades to you, the listeners, because we love you. And we're grateful. Thank you, by the way, to all of the people that took the time to like and share some of our Instagram um, posts to advertise the show. That was awesome. I was honestly just like... And I don't really care if I get made fun of for that because it was just sweet. It was beautiful. I loved it. I couldn't believe it, but I also could believe it. And it just made me feel that the spotlight or someone out there is just there and me and Norian are not just talking to the air. Just simultaneously looking out in the window, talking to the air, alone, on a phone call. (laughs) <laughs> in my hot ass truck <laughs> so yeah anyways thank you so much I'm signing off now Novian. I am also signing off have a balanced week folks